Welcome to the Ask a Realtor podcast. Today we have Marlene and we are talking about the expectations of selling your home and kind of that timeline from putting it on the market or even before you put it on the market to selling it. Welcome Marlene. I love your energy. Thank you so much. So, Marlene, before we get started, I always like to ask you guys a fun question, and then we end with a fun question. So, my question is, do you have any fun hobbies? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> what do you do for fun? I uh, like working out, and I like hanging out with this thing. What is that thing? My dog. Her name's Mila. So, we play, we go for walks. Uh, her and my husband and then or I go out with my husband or go to the gym so those are my hobbies and those are the only ones you can have because right now in this crazy market is you know so busy it's insane like it's like there's not enough houses to sell no No. (laughs) so which is a great time for, for sellers. And that's why I was excited about having this conversation with you today. Yeah, so how long have you been a realtor? Uh, a little bit over three years. And what markets do you serve? I do DFW. And are you mostly a seller's agent or a buyer's agent? So I would describe it to be half and half. Um, Definitely a little bit more, maybe towards the listing side, which I really enjoy, but I would say half and half at this point. Now, I know some people's expectations, when they put their house up for sale, they expect it to sell the next day. And that's not really how it works, is it? So, you know what? In the past, maybe that wasn't the situation or that wasn't the case. But right now, honestly, with this market, if we price the house correctly or just a tiny bit under market value to create that expectation, we can really get into multiple offers in less than a week. So I've sold houses within hours of being listed. So it is very realistic to, you know, if you want to sell your house fast and for a good price, this is the perfect market to do so. That is amazing. Now, before somebody puts the house up on the market, what should they be doing a couple months before they ever put it up for market? So I always say that if you're thinking about selling, definitely call uh, an agent, a realtor that can help you out because we don't come just at the very end whenever they want to put it on the market. We kind of, uh, we can assess the situation to better advise the client. So if you, if the client's like, three, four, five months um, before they want to sell the house. We can really come in there, uh, manage the expectations, look at the house, make any recommendations that we think are appropriate to try to get that to maximize the price that we can sell the house for. So definitely get in contact with a realtor and and see the, the sales that that realtor has, what experience they have, how many houses have they sold in the last year, because you know you want somebody that's active on the market to come and see the house, uh, evaluate it, and give you tips of what you can do to improve the house, to improve the price that you can sell it for. What are some tips that you would offer uh, potential sellers when they're getting ready to list their house for sale to have done to increase the price of what they can sell it for? 
So there's definitely this kind of line that you don't want to pass. Um, so definitely, like, I, I always recommend the sellers to do the improvements that are easy for them to do and that are not too high in cost. Because, for example, if they go ahead and totally remodel the kitchen because it's an up, um, it, it's not up to date, the kitchen, they might spend 20000 remodeling that kitchen, but that improvement might only bring them 15000 from so so you really do have to see that line and that's why each case is so specific that that's why I go and look at the house and see you know what you would actually like increase the the price if we just paint it over because they use great colors or something like that so definitely like painting if um, if something's missing uh, definitely like submitting a claim with your insurance for the roof if you have an older roof because we might get you a new roof, you know, without any cost to you. And that improves the value as well. So that's yeah. what I do. That's one that can dramatically increase the value of your home is having that roof kind of looked at. And if you get a new roof, I mean, that could increase the value by 15K or more, right? Oh yeah, everybody wants a new roof. Everybody wants a new roof. And remember, whenever somebody has a roof that's 15 years or older, the insurance is only going to cover that roof for cash value. And, you know, good buyer's agents know that and they don't want their clients, their buyers to get into that situation. So those are things that we can do since before. We put the house in the market just to prevent uh, that from happening. What's something that you would have your people do about six weeks before they list it? So I always tell them to get it professionally cleaned because <laughs> we we are going to and, and uh, declogged as well, the house. So like I always tell them, you know what, if you have a garage, let's hide everything in that garage. So if I see like clothes or a lot of pictures from the sellers um, or just stuff, you know, like here you buy a bunch of stuff that's not needed. Yep. And I want the house to look as, as spacey and uh, as big as we can, right? So when the clients come, they feel a nice atmosphere. They don't feel, uh, you know, surprised by all this stuff. So I always tell them to move everything to the garage, like kind of hide it away. Yeah. Like people at the CS garage, is, you know, sometimes they have stuff, but it's not such a big deal. So hide everything away. We, I, I tell them to have the house professionally cleaned so we can send a photographer and we can get amazing pictures that way. Yeah, so they need professional photographers to come in and take a picture. Don't just snap pictures with your telephone and call it good, right? And I've seen so many agents uh, in houses listed with crappy pictures because, you know, sometimes I even see the the agent like in the in the bathroom mirror just like taking the, the picture with their phones and I'm like, you know, we get paid well, so like do an excellent job so you can keep um, being recommended. But but yeah, definitely professional pictures on every listing. Uh, that just brought me one question to ask you. Like should they interview more than one realtor to hire to help them? Because this is kind of an intimate process, right? They work hand in hand with you and it gets kind of, it, it's personal stuff. You're in their house. Should they interview more than one realtor? 
So I would say if the realtor doesn't come as a referral, so let's say most of my business is referral based. So whenever I go in, they don't interview more people because they kind of already know me. I come recommended, they see, you know, my listings, they probably have me on social media as well and they see how active I am. But definitely I would say if you are just starting the process and you don't have that person that you trust to recommend you a realtor, then by all means, I would say interview a couple because we, we're 1099, so we're individual contractors. You are, you are hiring the person, you're not hiring the company. So you really have to see the history, the listings of that specific person because that's who you're going to be working with, the person, not the company. That was like a priceless tidbit. You're hiring the person, not the company. That is so important that you're able to work with the person and know how to work well with them. You want somebody you can work well with, not somebody that you're gonna argue with. Oh yeah, for sure. And even even when um, I go to listing appointments, we do have to sign what's called a listing agreement, which is allowing me to represent them as a seller. But I always tell them, you know what, we can call this off whenever you don't feel like it. Because I want to work together because we want to work together, not because a piece of paper is telling us that we have to. Yeah. So say I wanted to sell a house um, in the next 30 days. I call you, I say, Marlene. Can we do this in 30 days? What would you tell me? I would definitely make an appointment with you as fast as possible um, because I want to set that expectation. So it's definitely possible to sell a house from start to finish, even a little bit under 30 days. Um, but we have to make sure we price it right, get it fast, ready, clean it, uh, take the pictures, upload it on the MLS, market it, to, uh, to make sure that we're getting as many people as we can to the house, as many qualified buyers that we can to be able to sell it. But yeah, my first step would be make an appointment with you, see your situation, why you need to sell it in 30 days. Um, and and uh, I'll pull the comparables from the houses that I've sold so you can see it with me and you can see how much we can sell it for and we can go from there. So it's always having that conversation and that communication to be able to better understand each client's situation. But it is doable to sell a house in a short period of time, especially in today's market, right? A hundred percent. And more if we have a cash offer, I, I know a lot of people don't know this, but if you have a cash offer, then you can close, you know, in two weeks or as soon as the title is ready. That is amazing. So say that we've got it already, it's listed, does it end there? So, no, there's definitely many things that, listing in the house is the first step, right? Because then um, I really have to educate the client of like how people are gonna be coming in. Um, and then let's say if, if there's any lease back that needs to be negotiated. so. If you're selling your house, but you need to find another house, or you need a little bit time of uh, a little bit of time to move from that house, then definitely we need to negotiate a temporary lease back so you can stay for. And most of the time, I get that uh, lease back for free. So I already we close on your house, and you have two, three more weeks after selling your house to stay in your house 
looking for free until you find, you know, something else. Now, one story that Bonnie told us a few weeks ago is if you're going to sell your house, you need to get pre-qualified for another house. Oh, yes. So if you're in that process of selling and buying the house, uh-huh. before I even put the house on the market, I always have them meet with the lender so they can explain their finances and see if we can even qualify right now for a loan. And, and for them to submit the documents that the lender asks for, so they can get that pre-approval. We look at the pre-approval, we see what type of loan they have to manage those expectations to see what we can get. Because sometimes they wanna get out of the house to like a bigger home or whatever, but you do really need to see what that kind of money can get you in the place that you want and to see if that makes sense for you or not. But definitely, if you are selling and buying at the same time, then get the pre-approval first before we put the house on the market. And then as soon as we put the house on the market, we start searching for, for homes. And we are able to put uh, an offer on a house with that pre-approval and we add a contingency that we want to purchase the house as long as our house sells. So you're basically you know, protecting your sellers really well yeah. in two things, in actually getting a house and not leaving them homeless, and you're protecting their earnest money by having a contingency upon the sale of their house. So there's many things to consider when you're uh, trying to sell and buy at the same time. Wow, it, and it's always good to have a professional. If you're doing this stuff on your own, you might not think of it, and you could be homeless. And you know what? Um, it, it, it's sad, but I have seen it firsthand whenever they have um, signing whatever document and they lose their house or they think they were buying the house and they were only renting it for so many years. So definitely having somebody, it's going to pay off way more than what you're paying them in the commission. Wow. So Mar Marlene, if they want to contact you, how can they contact you? So, um, I have my Facebook page, which is my name, Rubiano, uh -huh. um, and I have all my contact information through there. So um, Facebook business page, I'm on LinkedIn, you can just Google me, and I'm, I, I honestly do my best job to like be out there and that people can actually like research me and know who I am and reach out to me. And she's actually on YouTube now too, she might not know that, but I've put her up there. Oh, really? I need to check that out. You should have told me. <laughs> yep, yep. We put Ask a Realtor on uh, our YouTube page. Uh, the entire podcast is recorded and put it up put up there. So Ask a Realtor by Sometimes Spouse Podcast and you'll find it. That was so much fun. That was so much fun. So I do like to ask a fun question before we end the interview. So Marlene, if you had a choice between two superpowers, being invisible or flying, which would you choose and why? Of course flying. Of course. You can just like travel anywhere and not need to get in a plane with infected people right now. Exactly, <laughs> right? Yeah, no. it wouldn't what cost you anything to go to Paris this weekend. Yeah, what about you? It would be definitely be flying because I could go anywhere in the world at the drop of a hat. So tell me a little bit more. I know I asked you about your company last time that we spoke, but 
How can you work with somebody that wants to sell the house? Well, definitely a lot of people will call us even before they call their realtors. So that's where I got really interested in buying and selling of homes and what customers needed to do before they ever listed their home. Because I'd seen some customers have some really bad advice. Like you said, remodel an entire kitchen, put 50K into it, and they only get 20K back, right? So that's where I got interested. We have people call us that they want to list their house, that they've got purple walls or 1962 threw up all over their bathroom. Like simple solutions to up that resale value of their home. So that's how I know about roofers to get a roof inspection on your house and see if you can get a roof covered by insurance to up the sell of your house. How to have an inspector come out, a pre-sell inspection to come out and check out the house and um, replace some small things and really up the price of selling your house. So sometimes spouse will come in and we'll take care of all those little handyman services, not major remodeling because most people don't need it. And then we also clean because houses have to be clean. Nobody wants to move into a house and it be filthy or outdated and have to do all that work unless they're flipping it. That's awesome. That's a, it's basically, you know, what you need to actually increase the value of your house because that's what I say. You don't need a remodel. If you're selling it, it's probably because you already want an upgraded house. A lot of people don't have the money for it. Yeah. And then, like you said, if you're not a flipper, then you might as well do those uh, small repairs and actually increase the value than just try to... Honestly, remodeling takes money, time, and effort. Mm -hmm. So you really do want to... You really need to be willing to, to sacrifice all those three if you want to do something like that. But yes. I, you know what? Your company, that's, that's awesome. Well, you let me know whenever you're open here in, in Dallas and the DFW because we'll definitely use you. <laughs> it's on our plan. We'll be there by 2025. That's awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. You have an amazing week. And next week, we're going to have you on our panel again. Yes, that's going to be fun, too. I think we're going to be talking about the election. Oh, okay. We're going to get... <laughs> politics yeah. yeah election and how it affects the real estate market i think i'm just throwing it on her i hadn't even told her yet <laughs> no you know i, I always uh, i'm so grateful that you invited me to this i always have so much fun doing this with you and hopefully this tips and this conversations um are useful to people trying to sell their house or buy a house and and we can help more people together so i'm happy to do it definitely well thank you guys for listening to the sometime spouse podcast i am christy ogle with sometime spouse and we've just talked to marlene uh, join us next week for our ask a realtor panel bye-bye guys